everyone. It's that time. It's that time for 90 day and a soiree. That's right. It's 90 day soiree. My name is Todd. I'm joined by my four favorite party guests. Kristen. Hi there. Brandon. Hello. Keisha. Hi. Paula. Hey. Hey everyone. Wow. It's been a week, hasn't it? A whole <laughs> week. What a week. So we record these back to back, and between it, I'm like, guys, what was so terrible about that? How can we make this show less terrible? And Todd was like, here's a laundry list of things to make this less terrible. That's my Todd voice. That's a good that's pretty accurate. I thought I thought I was getting a I thought there was monitor feedback in my headphones for a moment there. That was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. What has everybody been up to in the last week? Uh, my AC just broke, so that's Oof. cool. I think it's not cool, Keisha. Hey, hey. 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 the kind of so, humor you can expect. I don't, I don't know. So I'm like, so we we finished recording, and I'm like sweating, and I'm like, why am I sweating? There's hot air blowing at me, and I was like, what's going on? And I look outside the living room, and chunks my like two-month-old English bulldog is like passed out. We have to bring in a fan for him because he overheats all the time. <laughs> oh, he overheats. Yeah, you can't like get Inside too warm. <laughs> so we have a giant fan that's just facing where he is. But then my first thought was like, I'm going to change the filter because that's what's blocking hot <laughs> the cold air. So I legit changed the filter and I'm like, hmm, no, uh, no solution there. And so now I have to go find somebody. But is that... That's a logical thing to think about, right? To to change the filter. That's that's what I would have done. It's the lowest hanging fruit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the soiree. We're here to talk about soiree the other way. The other way. Todd's favorite show. Mm-hmm. It is my favorite show. So let's talk about this most recent episode. This one is called Fight, Pray, Love. Which clever? Wow, wow. clever. I know, right? Okay, I get it. Fight, but like one of the couples is in India. And they just and it's a white woman in India. So like this is an eat, pray, love thing, right? I don't know. That's a book, right? And like the yeah. movie, Julie Roberts was in the movie or something. Yeah. That's Were all I need to know. Episode? No, even worse, even <laughs> worse. <laughs> Obviously, that that Harvard intern just did that the last episode, and then didn't <laughs> stick around for this one. So this week, Kenny wants Armando to answer an important question. Tim braces for a sit down with Melissa's father. Melissa, Melissa. Melissa? Melissa. 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 With Melissa's father. Brittany is shocked, shocked when Yazan gives her an ultimatum and Joy turns into terrifying chaos as Devin and Jihoon move into their new apartment. Yes. Terrifying chaos is a really good way to summarize like the last 15 seconds of this episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, let's just let's just get Tim and Mel- Melissa out of the way. Melissa. Oh, good. As quickly as possible, please. Yeah, let's just get him out of the way. Essentially, Tim wants to come clean to Melissa's dad about the affair. Don't do it. And that that's that's it. I mean, he wants to come clean, and she's like, "All right, <laughs> go for it." And uh, yeah, they go to dinner and he comes clean and shocking what happens. The dad is like, uh, I opened my home to you and now I hate you. I don't know. I thought his dad took it or her dad took it pretty well. 
like he was almost playing it up for Melissa. What he really wanted to do was like, oh, Tim, what'd she look like? And give her like a high five and like. Do you think that's what he wanted to do, yeah. Brandon? Do you no. think that's what he wanted Tell to do with her. the boyfriend of his girlfriend? No, man. You mean the boyfriend of his daughter? He looked sorry. Crushed. Yeah. He looked absolutely yeah. crushed. This guy yeah. he thought was so cool. It was going to be like a well. cool guy. And now, no. <laughs> Yeah, he was crushed. He was devastated. He was disappointed, and he told them so. And in Spanish, he asks Melissa, he's like, all right, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about this guy moving here and what happened? And what do you want to do? And I, I appreciate that the dad is just kind of like, all right, I hate you, but, you know, what does Melissa want? Mm -hmm. and not like just like beat him up or something like that maybe he was just afraid that tim was gonna start crying again that man is crying well, all he the cried time. i think he cried or he yeah he of course he did yeah. yeah any any minor inconvenience this man is crying he doesn't cry i mean kenny cries all the time no he, he cried, no Brent. he cries a lot no he's like he just tries to look sad like oh, i did something wrong he's not no crying. his face is red his eyes red his snot coming down <laughs> no there's no snot <laughs> Maybe I'm making he's that up because I up. really don't. No, I don't his like eyes him. definitely get teary. I see mm -hmm. it too. Mm -hmm. I, I, so I have some questions about his Spanish because he is one of the few U.S. Americans that makes any attempt to speak mm -hmm. their significant other's language. And it seems like he's like pretty decent at it. I've seen that he has issues with the... Um, you know how in Spanish we have fem feminine masculine terms for certain verbs mm -hmm. and words and whatever. But, I mean, most people have issues with that that don't speak the language. Mm. But other than that, he gets the message across. So it's pretty impressive. So I have a couple questions about, like, accents and dialects of Spanish. So they're in Colombia. Mm -hmm. First of all, he learned Spanish somewhere. So is he speaking, like, sort of Spain Spanish, like what would be taught maybe in a school, like like Queen's English? Or is he speaking more Mexican Spanish because that's just what's closer to him living in Texas? Or is he actually picking up a Colombian Spanish, which mm. somebody once explained to me is like a very pristine kind of version of Spanish. It's just kind of like relatively unaccented and like crisp. I'm curious, first of all, Paula, if you think that that's the case, but... It seems like he's learning, like, just, yeah, Mexican or, like, I would maybe call it Latin Spanish, like, South American Spanish, where it's, like, the basic words that we all use, and then there's, like, certain terms that we change, you know? Mm -hmm. I just have one question for Tim. Tim, was it worth it? Was that <sighs> affair worth it? It seems like you had an amazing thing going. He learned the language. The family loves him. He ruined it all. Do you guys really think, though, that she's ever going to get to the point where she forgives him? Because I, I, I'm like watching this whole thing unfold with them, and I don't even know if she wants to be with him. She doesn't seem like it. It's so hard for me to care because I can't sympathize with her without a B plot. Mm. I need multiple oh, true. plots going on simultaneously. We need themes that'll like be reoccurring of dishonesty, but when. The only thing in that's going on in your world is just this one issue. Mm -hmm. That's that's when I got a problem as as a reality TV show. Yeah, because nothing else is going on with her. Yeah, right. Like there's no other storyline. No. Just this one note. Yeah, if you found another storyline, the infidelity, the distrust, that would manifest itself. Like uh, the soulmate issue with uh, Tanya and Sinjin. It manifests itself, but when you make 
what should be a theme, the only plot in your story. I'm sorry, I can't. Well, that's the thing. He, they they had a good thing going, and he did this and fucked it up. Oh, I'm familiar with that, Paula, because that's the only thing they talk about. <laughs> Have some other shit happen. And come on, did did they not talk about this at length, like before he bought his plane ticket to come down there? Like, yeah, but they yeah. got to give the show something. <sighs> True. It just seems right. like I don't know. This is never ending, and we all like have to suffer along with him. I wonder if one time she was, he was like, "What do you want me to do? I'll do anything to make this up to you." And she's like, "Fine, I don't know. Like, move to Columbia." And he's like, "Okay." And she's like, "Well, done." Fuck. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> he shows up with oh, his no. cat. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "Oh, but you'll uh, have to move your cat." Uh, <laughs> done. And she's like, "Uh, but you'll have to admit to my father what you did." <laughs> done. Oh shit. <laughs> But 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 if if you we'll have to go on ninety day fiance we'll have to have a reality show and everybody will know exactly what you did so I bet the answer is no. You're gonna tell all your friends and family before you leave. <laughs> Done. Done. I'll do it. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I think happened. And she's like, "Well, here we are. Well, at least I get my cat back. That's cool." <laughs> <laughs> Melissa must be a catch. But I think she is. Yeah, she's awesome. Really, yeah. every time I talk about how great she is, you get all like. Jealous. Ooh, don't Whatever. be jealous. Forgive. 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 Don't be jealous. Who was forgive? We... <laughs> Who was don't be jealous? Who was don't be jealous? Oh, that was uh, first first season, I think, of before Anthony. the 90 days. Anthony, right? It was Anthony and, and what was her name from like Ohio? He was a, a Spanish model. Courtney. Oh, he's the so, same Courtney. one that says forgive. Courtney. Courtney. Don't be yeah. jealous. It's the same this is so funny. Yeah, Paul and I constantly just say forgive every time we. Oh, we, we say don't be jello. <laughs> don't be, be jello. <laughs> All right. How about next time we record? That'll be that'll be a segment. Uh, yes. I love forgive. forgive. It was so hilarious. <laughs> forgive. Last week we introduced call one of our reviewers. So <laughs> that's that's a fun regular feature well, that we should definitely it's not do. Not gonna be regular. Should be. And don't get, don't worry about giving us your contact info. We'll find we'll it. Find it. Boy, <laughs> you know, Kristen's on it already. I was, <laughs> I knew it was pretty easy to find people's information on the internet. But when Kristen shared that link, I was like, "What do they know about me?" Oh, they have yeah. every address Everybody. I've ever lived at in my life. Mm-hmm. Your porn Online. search, Kristen. Everything. Have you found Mrs. Uh, R. L. Stein? I just found her Pinterest. <laughs> oh my god you literally and uh you literally sent it when i was asking she's uh currently into uh things for her boys so i know she's got some sons and uh into toning those abs toning those abs yet yeah, there's a recipe saved for snickerdoodle cheesecake bars so i'm not quite oh. sure how that's going and appetizer recipes also boys cooking boys with a z bathroom Yes. Might be going camping in the future, looking at how to do those copycat in and out cheeseburgers, bug repellent. So <laughs> I don't know. A whole board, a whole Pinterest dedicated Pinterest board dedicated to bug repellent tells me things aren't going so well for you. So I don't know. There we go. Amazing. You got off lucky this week, Mrs. RLS, but we'll find you. Such an idiot. I swear to God, he's such an idiot. All right. Yeah, let's move on to Canyon Armando. This was a nice episode for them. Mm -hmm. I just I just wish that Kenny would go one 
episode without crying. Why do you care if he I cries? Just, he cries so much that it's so hard for me to take the emotion seriously. I just want to mock him because you're being so mean oh my life's so happy i have to cry (laughs) about it all the time there we go just because you don't believe in men crying brandon doesn't mean he can't cry does it make your your masculinity like do you are you tickling i'm look man it ain't an issue of you can't cry ever but you can't cry on every episode yes you can queen darcy has showed us that you can cry every episode and get your own Mm spinoff it's true so that's is that tomorrow night (gasps) is it Uh, yes yes are we gonna Silver have to lining. add that? We're gonna have to do maybe like no. a thirty second check in, just yes, a quick check in. Yes. We'll do a quick oh check in. Yes, a Darcy segment. Yes, please. very quick check in. If one of you guys can get one of the Darcys, either of them, <laughs> one of the Darcys, one of the Darcys. <laughs> How about which Macy? Darcy do you want? Do you want no, Darcy or Stacy? No, we could talk to Macy, which is the the actual third sister. They're actually triplets. Oh. And Macy right. is the one that they don't talk about because she has not had any of the lip filler or she's, she's the before. Her natural state. Yeah, yeah. yeah. people don't want to see the before version of them. No. Also, she's like the that the, the fourth the fourth bo- uh, Jonas brother. They call him the bonus Jonas. That's who that is. <laughs> I didn't know about him. Yeah, that's why on purpose because we only have three. <laughs> well, I'm excited. So next week we'll have what was her name again? The third uh, Darcy. Macy. Macy. We will have mm-hmm. Macy. Silva. Silva, that's right. From Silva Linings in the show. We need to have a spinoff podcast just about Darcy and Stacy, and it'll be called Silva Lining. Yeah. I am gonna I'm gonna make this happen. I'm gonna make Silva yes. Lining happen. So Kenny and Armando. Kenny and Armando, their whole episode was about Kenny planning a surprise engagement or a proposal, I should say, a surprise proposal for Armando. So he starts by telling Armando, Hey, I'm gonna go to the bank. And try to open a bank account by myself, like a big boy. Um, mm-hmm. But in reality, he's meeting his daughters because they're down there to help him with the proposal. And he's planning on proposing in this like little nook with rocks in the ocean. And um, he tells the daughters to just like grab random people from the street for the proposal. <laughs> I love that. It's pretty I think that's hilarious. Great. What make- a great line, though, to like <laughs> make sure you don't have somebody come with you. Like if I ever have an affair, I'll just be like. Paula, I'm going to the bank. Do you want to come? And I know every single time. She'll and now no. she's going to be like all the time. Now every no. fucking time. And remember the bank is what, uh, what did an they say? And uh, yeah, 30 minutes or an hour. So it's like, it's annoying yeah. to get to. So that's yeah. such a genius. Uh, so much time. Cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he meets up with his daughters and oh, guess what? He goes to a restaurant and actually orders food by himself. He did it in Mexico. Wow. I'm proud of you, Kenny. I'm so proud of you. Anyways, and then finally, Kenny and Armando are heading to dinner, but he like leads him to the spot in the ocean, and he proposes, and it was really A sweet. A spot in the ocean? They just started swimming? They did, Brandon. They went out yeah. in the middle of the ocean, and they the did beach. this. I'm sorry. That's Marvis. right. At sorry. the beach. I think the listeners can hear the dirty look. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's kind of a, a crackling and like 
a little bit of a fart noise, like all of that all at once. That was the look that was just wait given. For so that 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 proposal, all I could think of is like, why would you do it next to the ocean? The poor audio guy, the engineers are gonna have to clean this up. You guys are gonna have to come back and post and redub all of your audio. He's not gonna think about that in his romantic proposal. It was cute. It made me like love them again. Ken, hmm. if you're out there, we need to talk. Buddy, I know what it's like. You have like a lot of really snazzy gray dress shirts that are just not fitting like they used to. <laughs> They're a little more snug. It takes a little more effort wow. to button them. I've been there, buddy. I have a lot of those shirts. And you know what? They're still in my closet because I'm an optimist. <laughs> I think that one day... I will be able to wear them again. But until that day, I went to Old Navy and bought a whole slew of clothing that fit me properly. Like the shirt he's wearing right now. That's the USA shirt he brought to Paris. Kenny, I think right now is when you need to go and you need to go to Old Navy and buy clothes that fit you a little bit better. Don't shame him. I'm not shaming him. No, no, I'm not shaming. No, he didn't. And I'm trying to tell him that's okay. I know what that's like. I've been there because you're so attached to certain shirts because you you put them on. You think they make you look so sexy and you think no one notices the the strain your buttons are under. But we do. (laughs) So it's time to upgrade to a bigger size. Keep that shirt for now because it looks great because maybe in a few years you'll be able to wear it again. But until then, buddy, trust me, head to the Old Navy and they'll take care of you. You're real. You're working really hard for this Old Navy sponsorship. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's eating probably delicious Mexican food and seafood. And like, I'm hoping, Kenny, I'm hoping you gave a chance to Mexican candy. So, of course, he's going to, you know. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, he proposes. He gets on one knee. They both cry. Armando says yes, and then there's like a bunch of random people clapping because the daughters just grab like servers and mm-hmm. just people from the street to clap and cheer, and they have confetti, and it's wholesome and beautiful, and I'm happy for them. That's it. That was their episode. They get engaged. It's pretty sweet. It was very sweet. Was yeah. Everyone loved it. Nope. That was the first time, though, that his daughters met him, right? Or yeah, met Armando? it's the first time mm-hmm. they met Armando. Mm-hmm. And it was nice. They like hug yeah. him and the daughter is like, I love you. And they say, I love you to each other. And it was really nice. I'm sure it meant a lot for uh, Armando too to see that Kenny's family came down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they fully support him, you know, because he's struggling with that with his own family. So now they're going to be his family. W- what too. do you predict, Paula, will happen next week when they meet Armando's family? Oh, man, I just hope... They embrace him and like support him, but and accept him. But who knows? I don't know. I feel like the mom and the sister will accept him, and maybe it'll take a little longer for the dad. I think they're gonna come around. I think they both have supportive families. It's just it feels a little bit like the show is trying to like wring some drama out of what's going on mm-hmm. when really they're just two really nice people and it's they're a great couple <laughs> so maybe it's a little challenging to like try to yeah make more out of this um but i don't know i think we're all rooting for them right i think like <laughs> they're like the control 
of the show, the experiment, the ones that remind you like, oh, this is a show about love and relationships. Mm -hmm. So it allows everyone else to be a big train wreck. Yeah. 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 Well, I just imagine them trying to egg on some drama and they're like, did you hear what he said about the bank? Isn't it too far? What do you think about that? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, uh, that's it's I'm sorry. It's far. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much going on with them. I think there it, it does suck about his family, but that's not an uncommon thing that we haven't seen already in a few other couples in previous like seasons. So it's only can it only go one or two directions, which is one, it's still kind of like they kind of accept it and they see how much they love each other. Or two, which I hope isn't the case, they just disown him and never want to see him again, which No, but from the the first conversation that he had and when he like came out again, I guess, yeah. the data was like I love you. I support you. I just need some time with this. But, yeah. you know, just give me some time to come around. So I think I think they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Love him again. I forgive you, Kenny, for throwing up the candy. Did he throw up the candy? He just spit it out, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, now, Todd, you're trying to create drama with them. I am. I remember him throwing. Stop I remember him it. violently throwing. Up. I remember there being an outdoor wedding. <laughs> And he ran <laughs> towards it and vomited on everyone. And then and then the priest started throwing what's that the smoking the thing with the incense? <laughs> he threw that at him and then like the, the altar caught on fire and the church burned down. Oh gosh. Oh man. There's not Speaking a lot of drama of in this relationship. Should we move on to Yasin and Brittany? Before we oh. do, guys, I feel like we're all experts here about Nine Day Fiance. I feel like if we wanted to, we could make our own application for anyone interested in being on Nine Day Fiance. So, what an interesting and spontaneous idea, Brittany. Yeah, <laughs> totally spontaneous. So, what we are going to do is figure out what is on the 90 Day Fiance application. Brandon, you go first. Do you have any relationship-altering secrets you're keeping from your significant other? Do you like throwing high heels at your significant other's (laughs) head? Do you like calling people you're mad at variations of trash or garbage? (laughs) (laughs) Are you a criminal? (laughs) (laughs) We want you. Join us. It's the one application. It's the one application that Paul has ever filled out where it said, if you're a convicted felon, check here. And it got him the job. Uh, Will you show up at the airport way later than you promised your (laughs) girlfriend or boyfriend you would? And with no flowers. Why do they always do that? Brandon. Are you willing to prioritize the show over your children born before 90 Day Fiance started airing? Because that's important. Uh, Do you own an entire wardrobe for each of your several cats? (laughs) (laughs) Brandon. Do you cry constantly? Um, Fuck, 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 fuck. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Um, Are you willing to cash out your 401k early to fly to the Philippines. I'm out. Kristen wins. (laughs) Kristen wins. Kristen wins. (laughs) I think that works. You keep going till you're out and then yeah, I like that. 
Yeah, I like that. We'll keep like that up. It creates urgency. Uh, yeah. All cool. right. Yasin and Brittany. It all goes back to what the fuck did these two talk about before they decided <laughs> to get married? And what do they talk about yeah. in general? I'm wondering <laughs> what what do they even talk about? Because the okay, the only thing we're hearing him say is yes. You're so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And then she's just like, or, hey. I love you. Hey, you crying? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> you, you still crying? And then she's constantly just crying? like, what? What? You really think I'm going to do that? And he's like, oh, but you're so beautiful. And it's like, <laughs> what do you guys actually talk about? There are 24 hours in a day. What's up with him? He's so <laughs> sassy. Like, he is so, very sassy. He's very selectively sassy. sassy. He's not sassy all the time. He is still, he is an absolute, like, straight out of the, uh, what's the custom hat store in the mall? Lids? He's a Lids. <laughs> or maybe he worked at Foot Locker. He's, he's a fuckboy. You, you know the name of Lids. Wasn't that the place you were upset about because you went there and they called you ma'am? That's Spencer's. <laughs> oh, okay. So every time they show up together, it's kind of like, so do you ever guys you ever watch like one of the episodes of Punk? And it's so bad that I think I've started feeling bad for Yazin because mm-hmm. how is it a surprise to her that he's asking her to convert to Islam? He's been asking for it from day one, right? I know. And she she's like, oh, but you you've never told me this information before. I really we've we've heard it. We've seen it. Like she's either is she trying to like stall because she's still married? Like what is she doing? Like I, she's trying to like gaslight him and be like, no, 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 you didn't tell me this. Mm-hmm. It just it feels like I think we've talked about this before. It just feels like she really like they. I think she more than him. They probably both do like want to be on television, but it's just being dragged out now at this point. And I just don't. I have a hard time believing this. I I just think it's so silly that. They're arguing over Christianity and Islam, and they're so focused on the differences when in reality, you guys believe like 99% of the same bullshit. Mm -hmm. You disagree about 1%. That is, you have any idea, like, I think, compare what you two believe to like, I don't know, fucking ancient, the the Greek, the ancient Greek, it's it's just so silly because they are basically so similar in their values and beliefs and this is a thing it's just it makes me sad for most of the world that this is a real issue for people it's so dumb spoiler alert they're both bullshit it's there is no god there's no we are just random (laughs) organisms that have evolved sorry but like you know i mean no 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 all i'm saying is it's just like the the good thing here is at least they're terrible for each other outside of the whole religion aspect, right? Yes, very much. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's fair. It's true. They they both seem like very superficial, and I mean I I say that in a way that like there's nothing wrong with that if if like you're okay with that, right? If you're okay with just wanting to look a certain way or act a certain way, and that's how you define yourself, and if you're with somebody who also defines himself, like that actually seems like a pretty decent match. So that's all right. But like the, I just don't understand how she, I feel like I say this every time we talk about this show, but I just don't understand how somebody like her thinks 
for a moment that she is ever going to feel comfortable living in a, in a society like that. Yeah. It's just so at odds with everything about who she this is. This is another couple that should be living somewhere else to like build their relationship anywhere else. But what but what are they even like like Chris was saying? What are they talking it was, about? Like it what, was great what, that they they really did. You could see them, you know, getting to know each other a lot better like when they were praying together. Oh, um yeah, yeah, yeah. like they were that was great. But she also had like zero questions for him. Yeah. And the part where um he's like, "Hey, you can ask God for anything." And she's like, oh, "Okay, I'm going to ask God to like make your parents like me." And his face is kind of like, "Oh, well, that's like actually not <laughs> realistic." Not, that's not like, too <laughs> He's like, uh, "How about you just ask to be rich?" Yeah. Maybe let's start there. <laughs> and that alone is like, "Oh my gosh, how is this ever going to work out?" Like uh, the family, like, uh, do we not uh, remember that scene yeah. where the the parents were absolutely livid? Yeah, and calling her a prostitute. <laughs> yeah, oh. I don't know if there's any. We, how I would I don't I would still be mad. Why is she not mad about that? Still, I'm upset about that. <laughs> that was no. horrible. Yeah. Why didn't you like? I would have gone That's home. Keisha, have you uh, have you ever dated a guy who'd like whose mom didn't like you? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So in high school, actually, well, she didn't say she didn't like me. She had said to she told someone who knew my mom that uh, she said that, oh, Keisha, that Topangan girl, her dad's a doctor. So she's a good first girlfriend for my son. Ooh. Wow. I was like, like a trial. Like she'll be fine to start with. Ugh. Yeah, that was a thing. Ew. Yeah, so it's like that's why maybe that's why I'm like triggered. I remember 15 year old Keisha being offended by yeah, that that's first up. girlfriend. But that's shitty. Like, yeah. and also he should have said something. I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't know if it's like he just respects his parents too much. But like even now, when I when in, in other relationships and even to the one I'm in now, like if I hear his parents or my parents saying something horrible, like. You kind of stand up for them and you're like, no, yeah, that's not absolutely. what it is. Please don't. Yeah. It's fine if you don't agree with her, you know, how they're doing things in life, but do not call them that. Like that's, mm. yeah. I think that's 100%. respectful to say, but still standing up for that person. And I think that would have gone a long way for her to hear him say something like that. I, I kind of want the mom back. That was good TV. <laughs> she stood straight up and like did that like lean over her <laughs> and like did the did, did the angry finger point the shaming finger point towering well, like, over, like Todd and I were, were we weren't necessarily defending the mom when that happened but we were just acknowledging that the mom was upset at why there's a delay and it kind of goes back to the fact that it didn't even seem to come up in this episode that Brittany cannot get married because she's still married in the U.S. Yeah. and she's not telling anybody. Oh. I know. What is she doing about that? She's behind still the lying about it. It's still a thing. And it's just driving me crazy because I'm sure the entire crew knows and they can't say anything. Has she even contacted her ex to her? Yeah, her ex to like get it done. Like, what is she doing? Is she just hoping it disappears? I think she's yes. she's trying to run. She's just trying to stall. Right. That has to be it. I feel like yeah. she's the type of person that it's like, if I ignore this problem for long enough, it'll disappear. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not going to do anything and just wait. And then and then it'll be fine. I still think they broke up on that first day at the airport. And they were just kind of like, we both want to get paid. 
we know we get paid by episode. We got to let this, we got to let try to That would ride actually make out. sense because. Right? That yeah. would be much more reasonable than any other thing I could think of. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. So. Was, was his mom blurred the whole time? Yeah, because they explain that because of her religion, she doesn't want to be on camera. Well, see, I think that made her even more. I mean, I realized that to Brittany, she was not blurry. But to me, that <laughs> really added to it. You know, it was like an anonymous person telling me that I'm a prostitute. Like, I don't like that. Maybe that'll be a segment prostitute. next week. We'll have a blurred out woman insulting Keisha, and she'll have to guess which ex boyfriend's mother this is. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, great. I just, I can't get over how she is. Stall- I think she even has said that she's stalling. Yeah. Like maybe not in so many words, but she said like I can't do this right now because I'm waiting on whatever. Like she's stalling. But I'm clearly. okay. Yeah. The three day deadline is because he wants to have sex with her in three days, right? Yeah, I was <laughs> wondering about that. Come on, yeah. right? I was. What was the three days? Like, how did we get to that number? That's he's got to have it in the next three days. <laughs> yeah. I've been there, buddy. I've been right? there. <laughs> we're talking. We were. Ma- what were we saying about? Like I've known. I've had many friends who are divorced because they were more, they are Mormon or were Mormon and they got married at 18 and it was because they were desperate to have sex with their boyfriend. Oh God. Yeah. It's so funny. You bring that up. That's actually, Keisha and I have a different podcast and um, we're all talking, we were talking about weddings and marriages and how for so many people Mm -hmm. the reason they got married it's because you could not get laid without getting married first and it to me it's like it almost cheapens marriage because you have people that are influenced because they just want somebody else to look at their penis and i I get that yeah i feel like everyone should have a slutty face before yeah you know settling down yeah that shouldn't be your your motivation for getting married if you take that, no. if you take that away, and you still want to get married to somebody, there you go. That's that's good. Paula, how was your slutty phase? <laughs> this is awesome. This Maybe sounds like another tell. podcast. Yeah, Paula, you and I should have a great. podcast what? called the Slutty Phase. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a cool podcast. <laughs> I'll produce it. It was short lived. <laughs> I don't know. It's a it's a limited series podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't, I don't yeah. understand. This couple doesn't make any sense to me, and it just it. Uh, it yeah, uh, I I, it I feel sense. like what Brandon said makes sense, and they're just doing it for the show because they want the money. Mm-hmm. And but I'm yeah. glad they're here, and I I think it's super interesting and informative about the the role that religion plays in relationships, which to me is just so so strange so i'm really happy they were on the show this season like i know it almost seems like a what's the point thing but like mm-hmm. i feel like religion has been a storyline with a lot of other couples but we've never seen it this to this degree and i don't think this is an aberration in terms of what a lot of people deal with in the world i actually think it's it's almost pretty standard like i got kind of lucky um and i, I i'm sure oh. you're not super you don't believe in like a, a pervert in the sky is watching us all the time, you know, like it's, you know, you don't believe in any silly. No, you believe that perverted believe ghosts. ghosts. 
Yes, hey, the perverted so ghosts are wandering around those your house watching you shower and they're so real. And go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Stop saying they're not real or we're going to get a ghost to prove you That's wrong. That's how you get ghosts to come to your house because you exactly. tell them they're not mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. I just think it is it is Brenda, you don't need to mansplain to us your opinion on ghosts anymore. We get it. Enough. You're going to find out when you don't spread my ashes at the haunted mansion. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's true. I'll it's do true. it. I'll, if Todd doesn't want to spread your ashes at the haunted mansion, I'll do it. It will. They'll need to be spread out between like many people, I think, to do it right. Well, the different sections of the haunted mansion. We're not too. like well, let me no, no, set no. expectations early on thing. here. We're. I'm not going to take the entirety of your ashes and <laughs> spread that's them. That's why divide room. them like up a, between it's like a five yeah. pound bag. Divide them up. No. Tell everybody in line. Say, take a handful <laughs> of this magic dust. Don't ask hold questions. Up, hold on your hands. Also, like don't this. eat it. Pretend to sneeze at some at your it's favorite part of the kid <laughs> that is gonna think that is fun dip. Guys, the trick is actually don't tell somebody it's a person; they'll get weirded out. Just say it's a dog. Everybody will understand. I'll let you do it. This is my, this was my giant dog. <laughs> She really wanted to be spread here in the Haunted Mansion. Do you really want to be spread in the Haunted Mansion? Yes, this isn't a joke. It's not a joke. I, I promise <laughs> I you this it. is I not a joke. It. This is real. Because I'll do it. I'll make it happen. Yes. It's going to take several trips if it's only the two of you. Todd, well, no. Let's, <laughs> I assume, no, Todd will make this happen. But what if something happens to the both of you? Yeah, Todd, what are your wishes? What do you want us to oh, do with I, your I want remains? the same thing. Oh, you want the same thing? Yeah, okay. well, absolutely. I want my. Great. I want to be there by myself. <laughs> no, you, oh, you, you go to Haunted Mansion L.A. and I go to Haunted Mansion Orlando. I like it. I, okay, that's divide, good. Divide and haunt, guys. Divide mm-hmm. and haunt. Yep. Okay. Coast to coast. You just want to be closer to Elizabeth's family, don't you? <laughs> that's that's it. I couldn't tell from the shower. My whole family and is so clean. Yeah, Devin and Jihoon. Man, this saving the, the good high stakes drama it's one a cliffhanger. for last. Good grief. A rare cliffhanger, a cliffhanger, a true cliffhanger, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Did somebody kidnap Drusilla? What happened at the end? What is going on? Maybe there was, there like was a, a screaming portal. and sobbing and and I don't know. Jihoon took off. He was Did all she, like ran. Did she run into the street? I think she ran into the street, and it's all Jihoon's fault from what it sounded like. So did she get hit by so, a car or something? Like No way. No, I think it's just TLC dramatizing like usual. Okay, so we so we replayed it a couple of times, and uh, Jihoon is carrying Drusilla upside down, right? He's just like yep. having fun with her, but she's upset about mm-hmm. it. She's like, put me down, put me down. And then he puts her down, but... Devin says, what does she say? Like, make sure you grab her or something or make sure you grab her. Well, it was something just like grab her. Like, like she. Well, yeah, yeah. Like the cameras were, were kind of pointed away because they were wrapping up. They were all kind of like going their separate ways or whatever, headed back to the apartment. And it seemed like he put her down. And Kristen, your, your theory was that she just wasn't into being held upside down. So she immediately broke out in a run as soon as she was put down on the ground. And I think Jihoon like didn't really understand what was happening, and Devin started yelling, "Grab her, grab her!" And then she just bolted. I think that's what had happened. And then the yeah. mom started yelling. Yeah, that she used the word rage. And then Jihoon is just like sobbing on the on the. Yeah. So uh, what happens? It's not Jihoon's fault. 
Kids crazy. Kids are just like super fast too. Yeah, kids are kids. They just. Well, we 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 should rewind because we we did skip to the the because it's such a weird, rare, scary cliffhanger. (laughs) Like this show normally doesn't do this. Other than that, they had a pretty positive episode. It also seemed like Drusilla like ran by a camera guy and he just let her go. He's like, ah, I got the coverage. (laughs) Actually, let's pause. Let's pause on that for a moment because. There is a whole debate in the world of like film documentary filmmaking and photography and things like that about like when you are simply the lens, you mm. you are simply communicating what's happening and when you have an ethical obligation to mm. interfere, right? Like the uh, the photographer um you remember that uh that photo of, of the, the starving boy. The starving boy or mm-hmm. girl, I thought it was a girl. Oh, starving I, I, child. Honestly, yeah, child. With the uh vulture behind mm-hmm. it. Mm. Everybody yep. gave that photographer shit for not saving it, but the, I mean, reality. What is he gonna? He, one that one dude can't change an entire continent's. There's, there's nothing he could have done. Maybe Mm-mm. he did. Maybe he took the photo and then grabbed it. And- he didn't. He, he didn't. said he didn't. He, he he left and like he got so much shit. And I, I think that's why he killed himself. He did kill himself. Oh God! What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, it's a it's a it's a real thing. Like you know, the like, idea of like inter- intervening. You know, mm-hmm. there's a, a another famous case of a photographer who happened to catch four like you know back in the old 35 millimeter days, he had like four rapid fire shots of somebody walking along a beach somewhere in the in the northeast, and this wave out of nowhere just crashes down on him and drags him out to sea. And could that the photographer in this documentary talks about how like I don't think I could have actually done anything because I was like a hundred yards away, and then like what I'd run out into the water and then risk myself. And but that person was would be gone by the time they they'd reach that that point anyway. So I, I wonder if you know these reality show uh, crews. At what point can they like put down the camera and like grab like should they grab a kid that runs by? Never. You can never put down the you never put down the camera. There's other camera crew there that can. Do something there, or other crew there. The okay. sound guy can do something, sure. The producer can do something. A PA can do something. There's other people there, but the camera. If you're holding a camera, you get the footage. And it was the same thing for us. Like even if something went wrong, like um, someone flipped a go kart, it was not supposed to happen. We were doing a dumb thing where we tried to see if a banana peel could really spin out oh, a vehicle, and we had like a control with one banana peel, like 10 banana peels. And then we had like 500 or I don't know, 5,000 banana peels. When they hit that, the, uh, the go-kart flipped. And this was like a very popular and high dollar personality we had. And, uh, I was doing camera and uh, I was also producing and I knew like, if this guy gets hurt, it's on me. But at the end of the day, I knew that the number one thing that he wanted is to get the footage. And so I tracked with him on the crash and I got it and it looked great. And then once we were done and I knew I got the shot and I went and I checked on him afterward. <laughs> so I, I'm sure it's a little bit different for someone who's a subject of a documentary because maybe yeah. you're not invested as opposed mm-hmm. to a cast member. But at the end of the day, you get the shot. There's somebody, there's other people around that mm. as an audience, we don't see, but they're there. And it all happens mm. so fast, I think, too. Like kids are really fast. Like yeah, yeah, kids are very fast. Yeah, 
Yeah. And wasn't there a shot of her like early in the episode, like laying on the floor doing something funny too, Drusilla? She was <laughs> covering herself with sand. Yeah, really yeah, funny. she's hilarious. Like she's like a mood. funny kid. So like, yeah, she seems really like funny. unpredictable yeah, and just awesome. like hilarious. So like, she's probably just. I don't know. I think Devin said grab her because she probably knew. Like maybe that's a known thing she between them. Like run. you need to grab her when you when we're walking on a busy street because she'll run oh, into the that street. That could be. I've known yeah. like that I've known be. kids like that before where it's like this kid's gonna run into traffic <laughs> because that's just what they do. <laughs> so grab their arm yeah. or their hands. I'd watch. I'd watch a Drusilla spinoff. She's a fun kid. Yeah, the, char- <laughs> the character development this season for her is really well done. Um, but before <laughs> that, they things were kind of going well for them. We see Devin and Jihoon moving out of the hotel room and the shitty Airbnb to a new apartment in what looks like a way better area of the city um, and into a new, spacious, cool apartment. So that's a positive. They like had a very wholesome, happy family moment and they're moving into a new place for a month, just for one month, because mm-hmm. I guess Jihoon has one month to get his shit together and find a new place, which <sighs> is not enough time. No, it's like, not. No. That's a not enough time. Is, uh, but yeah, they're, they're in a nicer neighborhood. There's like a cool playground nearby, which is where they were hanging out and where all the Drusilla drama happened. But. I was happy for them to have like some positive stuff happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like so much so that now Devin is, you know, she's back to planning on staying there. And the mom, she says so. She's like, selfishly, I'm like upset because I I want her to come back with me. But now she's going to want to stay here because this apartment is awesome. And mm-hmm. I guess they're all having a conversation with, again, the shitty translator that has not worked. Why they haven't gotten a new one, I don't understand. Right? But anyways. It's they're really like, screwing things game. up for them. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, ac- it's, it's a net a negative. One. What's strange is in the past, any time that someone asked 90 Day Fiance to provide a translator, the show has done it. Right. So it's just, they just, I guess, haven't asked or... But is it, wasn't there a point, though, when they were at the restaurant where a producer actually off camera explained something to Jihoon's mom? Yeah. So I'm like, so yeah. someone there is understanding what's going on. And so yeah. are they yeah. just like, oh, that's not what she meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're just not getting, they just don't get involved unless the people bring them in, you know? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Uh. The, they have the whole conversation of... I guess Devin's mom, you know, she wants to make sure that Jihoon is going to step up and get shit done. Mm-hmm. And his parents get involved and the mom is just kind of like, I don't know. They're just like going back and forth between the moms. And at some point, Devin is like, y'all, I, everyone needs to back off and it has to be just me and Jihoon and he needs to step up and take care of his family. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, which I mean, good. Because so many people are involved in that relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of uh, Jihoon's dad. Yes. I know. Yeah, he's, he's, he's great. He's the only sane one in that whole scenario. <sighs> the mom is a, has some weird enabling like stuff going on that makes me yeah. really uncomfortable. Well, the other thing is, like, you know, my mom's like this. She Sometimes she just really just defends her baby boy, you know. I've... Yeah, because you're an only child. 
It's He's an only child. He seems like to be an only child too. So that I know. That's what I'm saying. Brandon's like, I don't see anything wrong with his behavior yeah, at all. I think he's great. <laughs> hey, no. I mean, like, props to him. He went running after... Um... No. No, 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 no. Do not give no, him but... credit for the one decent adult parent thing yes, he did. Yes, I, give, I no, will give him credit. Look, no. look, look. Girly, I will give him credit no. for anything I want to give him credit for. No. And he bolted after little Drusilla. He was the last one to bolt. Yeah, after I would have been like, I don't he still bolted eventually. I don't no. see you running that fast to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, if you put a kid down, you immediately hold her hand. You're not just like, all right, so you're at the apartment, Drusilla. Or get. She's probably sticky, though. No, man, but get one of those things. My mom got me one of these when I was little because I was a runner. I ran. You had a. You were on a leash? No, I got a little backpack. You were a kid on a leash? <laughs> yeah, it was a backpack. And then I put stuff in there, she... but then underneath, my mom was like, ha-ha, it's a, it's a leash. Oh, <laughs> she had one. And so I'd run. Of course. Oh, she did, right? She, so much. Remember in the, when they were in the market the See? in yeah. Korea, yeah. The, they had her on a leash backpack. Yeah. That's true. So it she works. clearly- I, I'm still here. Yeah, she's clearly, <laughs> she's one of those kids that she's a runner. Like that's yeah. what she does. Yeah, those always crack so, me up. Yeah, man, they're they're effective. I never, I mean, I ran away as a, an adult, which my mom couldn't put a leash on me as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> but as a kid, but she kept you alive. There you go. Yeah, that kid's <sighs> hilarious. She wanted the um, she wanted a fish. Like they brought her, she picked out a fish at the she market, and she wanted an right? octopus. She's great. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's pretty much their story so we were left on a cliffhanger we'll see what happens we'll see if Drusilla survives I'm sure she's fine that's terrifying though but I'm happy to see I'm happy to see that they're like moving on and like things are looking a little positive he does want to change yeah you gotta it says something about the relationship where their episode ends with like one of the kids running into traffic and we're all like well this was a better episode for them <laughs> this thing seems to be improving so child com- running in traffic they're communicating so <laughs> I know. he seems like he it's really true. wants to do better though i believe him when he's like i yeah. I, I, yeah, believe I believe him, him i do you think he's mature yeah. this this has been a, a, a realization or a an opportunity to mature for him yeah i think so for sure I mean, yeah. we did say in previous episodes we told Devin to like leave and run away, and that she deserves better. But just Dr- so Drusilla got that message, but not Devin. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> exactly. Skipped a yeah. generation. Yeah, like Jihoon, the the bar is set so low, yes. so low, just like just, just something. It broke me down so when low. she said at the beginning of this episode she's only been in South Korea for a few days because I was just like, how can this only have been a few yeah. days? Yeah. Poor girl. And they're blaming nothing on jet lag. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Jet lag's the real winner of this relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My God. Wow. And it seemed pretty easy to find like a really nice neighborhood in South Korea. God, of all the places I think I want to go, South Korea is probably number one. I we, just, we just we discovered. Just wanna, we just want to leave our house. I think <laughs> it's the thing. Yeah, anywhere. We're so. Yeah. Oh man. I just discovered this K-pop girl band. <gasps> is it their Black, name is Blackpink? Yes, I just discovered them, and I Dude, just they're watched legit. their video. They are legit. What's their video? I don't know. Something like that. But they have. Like they just it, did like a that or something. They had a collaboration with Lady Gaga called Sour Candy on her new album, and it is 
Dude, I love that so song. Awesome. Oh my god. Well, funny thing is, there were parts of the song that are because I guess the whole thing with K-pop is that part of it is in English and the other part is in Korean. And yeah, I was, I, was I did not of, know I that. Like, <laughs> and then I was singing along to this Blackpink song, and I was like, "That's not; those aren't words." <laughs> and then I looked it up, and I'm like, "Oh, it's Korean." Okay, no, it's called "How You Like That." I've Ugh. seen this video like ten times already. They're so since, good like, today. I'm yeah, gonna send, I'm gonna share it to the group so you can all watch. Yes, there's like a, a thing though with like a with K-pop where I think you almost go to like a like a school, like you go to become a K-pop star and you have to audition <gasps> to be in these can groups. Oh, yeah, interesting. I guess I'm not Korean. It's pretty cool, man. I have dreams. That's awesome. I think Todd and I would probably be the best K-pop. I mean, you're pale enough to be. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> That's what it Actually, is. Actually, I think I'm blacklisted. Did I tell you how I, I got oh, yeah. like blacklisted by the K-pop stands? Oh, God. That's Ooh, really? They do not Random like anyone saying anything remotely not super positive about BTS. That's like, Ooh, the, they're like the mega. Yeah, well, they, they kind of like the started ultimate, the whole you know? thing. Yeah. Of right? stands? Like of like super fans? No, of whatever. K-pop. Yeah. Oh. They're BTS. like the original. Yeah k-pop yeah. group really yeah they um yeah well, they've been around said, a while like, one thing and then for days days they were attacking him on twitter no then, months it still comes up oh it still comes up yes but it was right before the whole like oklahoma r- trump rally so then they like focused yes, their attention it was on something else before they became heroes of yeah the it was movement. before they okay came, they came here like days before sorry I'm sorry I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. It was so obvious. <laughs> there's there's a really interesting angle to to K-pop that um I I don't quite have all the details but like the the gist of it is that part of what's so interesting about K-pop beyond it just being pop music is uh that it's really kind of part of like a youth social revolution in South Korea because South Korea mm. had a nominally democratic government until I think the mid late nineties, oh, but it yeah. wasn't really democratic. Like it was sort of like democratic authoritarian. Like I, I don't, I don't quite know the the details, but it wasn't, it wasn't a democracy like you'd think of as, as a democracy. So there was a lot of like, you know, government and social control and like, you know, being very, um, uh, an emphasis on, on, on being kind of the same, you know, and being a team player and not a lot of individuality and do what your parents say and do what the government says and like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And as, uh, like in the, in the nineties, as the South Korean economy was really taking off, uh, there was also this like youth, this shift in, in youth thinking kind of like, uh, the, the younger, like the baby boomers, in the fifties and sixties. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, maybe you don't have, maybe you can't really tell me what to do. Mm. You know, like starting to kind of push on the edges right. of that. And BTS, it, through their music, was one of the first groups to kind of, act, like their lyrics were for the time really shocking. And it was like pretty low key stuff by today's standards. It's all metaphors. It's metaphors like, that are basically don't do like, your homework, yes. but really thinking like, you know, exactly. fight against the authority. Yeah. So it's like, it's more than like, you know, the Backstreet, it's not like Backstreet Boys, you know, New Kids on the it's Block. like Beastie Boy. Beastie Boy level, yeah, or like, uh, or like uh, the popularization of rock and roll, you know. Yeah, mm. but that's it for David and Jihoon, and that's it for all of our couples. That's it. So I thought this episode was a little bit better. We talked about last week how it seemed a little bit like filler. Mm-hmm. This was, I think, getting a little bit better, and I definitely think like we're gearing up towards a strong finish for the season. Like I, I have to think 
that we're headed towards some serious fucking drama with Kenneth and Armando. I don't know what it is yet, but there's no way they're this perfect. Mm-mm. No, I think it's, it is going to be like maybe they'll over dramatize when they go meet Armando's family, but I think they'll be fine at the end. I think, I think they're just... the nearest bank closed. He has to go <laughs> even further. Stay tuned. All right, everybody. Well, before we leave, I think it's time to turn around and take a look past. What have we learned in this last episode? Keisha, how about you? What did you learn? Um, I think that people need to destigmatize child leashes. <laughs> <laughs> because still... I grew up fine. I'm not triggered by leashes. In fact, I like them for my dogs, and I think it's... But then wh- why, when you and your parents go out, do you still wear one? You're 34 <laughs> years old. It makes me feel safe. <laughs> Brandon, That's all I got. what did, what did <laughs> you learn? You, uh, you can't let go of little American kids. They're going to run out in traffic no matter where you're at. I think that's a great metaphor for just the United States. Like, never let yeah. the United States off its leash. It will run into traffic. Run out into traffic. <laughs> so true. Kristen, how about you? What did you learn? Uh, I learned that uh, if you cheat on somebody and then you expect their whole family to not be mad about Don't it. Don't go on TV? It's just going to result in you crying a lot <laughs> and being called fat. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's that. There's that. Well, oh, I right. learned, you know, yet again, like the interns that, that title these episodes just, you know, if they just stopped for a moment as they were typing and just put just an extra 30 seconds of thought, just 30 seconds, this title, Fight, Pray, Love, just would have worked a lot better if Jenny and Sumit were also in this episode, because then you'd get a double, you'd get two layers of meaning right. out of that. But, you know. You know what happened is that was the intent, and then they someone was like, oh, well, they got edited out of this episode. Do you want to change it? And the intern was like, like, we don't got time. Nah, I want to go home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm fucking uh, tired. I've been there. We got to ship it. Yeah, it's midnight. Ship we got to go. All right, everybody. Well, until next week. 90 day away. How does that, is I that good? Is that a good week one? You try a different one. Is that one. good? No, it doesn't work yet. Doesn't but work? I'm, okay. we're getting there. We're All getting right. close. Uh, okay, let me think of another one. 90 day souffle. I think the last one was soiree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see here. Um, right, what's the? I'm going to go to rhymezone.com. Mm-hmm.